you keep headbutting the microphone. Yeah, I am. Yeah, because I'm trying to like reach down because I haven't got. I'm trying to put my tea somewhere and I'm bending down and headbutting put the microphone. Put it microphone. in your belly, dear boy. So I'm just having a couple of jelly babies. Christmas. Um, yes, it was quite nice. It was just quiet. Um, well, not much going on really, to be honest. Well, it needs to be uh, quiet, doesn't it, this year? Yeah, yeah, it was a bit quiet. There were a few questions about certain things, which was interesting. A few questions. Yeah. Um, so obviously, my my niece is very curious because she's a little one. Most little ones are curious. Um, <laughs> and she um she's I don't know why she wanted to have a nativity little. You know, like the little display things that you usually set up. Okay. And she wanted it pretty much just to play with, to be honest. But she yeah. does keep asking questions like about God and about certain things. Um, and essentially, that was just there was just a conversation that she had. Well, my sister just said that she'd been talking about it, and then my sister's boyfriend he keeps getting up on the question like, "How did Noah get all the animals there?" I, like that's the, <laughs> the the big pitfall question. It's a bit odd. Oh no! It's like, but how did the penguins get there? It's like, yeah, it's one of those sort of really odd things. But then, I think they're caught up on like all the Old Testamenty stuff and like sure. oh, that it's proper strict and that. But I think it wasn't like a long, long conversation. It's like maybe twenty minutes, but it's a conversation. It's that Christian cliche, isn't it? You know, you drop you drop seeds. Yes. And you never know. This is this is this is the funny thing. It's just you absolutely never know. And yeah, <sighs> actually, that's the thing that you were yeah, saying about like know. open-mindedness. Like it's like you know when my sister's like, but I can't dismiss the science. It's like okay. it's when you have the <laughs> it's like when you have the perspective. Like is science trying to disprove the other, or can they actually be something that work together? I don't know. Do you know it's, it's, it's in my um in my researching over this year because I like how you put it because you you said something to some people while I was in the room and you made me sound incredibly intelligent and that that was really good of you Mark I really enjoyed that and you were saying that I've I've done a lot of deep thinking this year about uh like proofs and evidence and all that kind of stuff for Christian things there's there's a statement that was made that I think is really fascinating. Uh, that Christianity is one of the only faiths in the world that doesn't dismiss science. And that's really curious. As a, as a statement, that's worth investigating. Absolutely. That's a very, uh, yeah, I just find that a really fascinating statement. And so when you look at what science is, because the, what's that great phrase? Science doesn't really say anything, but scientists do, because mm. science doesn't, make conclusions based off evidence science is evidence so you have something yes and then you have people make up theories and then what what you get is something as i didn't really really realize this but there's there's a lot of famous uh inverted commas we'll say inverted commas scientists because actually sometimes they're just atheists and they're known as the new atheists and they're kind of like uh how did someone refer to them pop atheists 
So it's basically atheism that is more or less based off memes. <laughs> and it's about Meme. like, yeah, you know, so you kind of get derogatory anti-religious memes on, on the lines. It's, it's, it's coming back to that idea, you know, that, a fa- well, it's not just a, fa- it's not a fairy tale. It's, it's, it's something that we yeah. truly, that is, well, it's true. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's true I just think, real. I just think they answer different questions. The science, a lot of the time answers the what, but you know, the, the theology and the, the God side is the why. Um, well, me. yeah. Uh, do you know? I found it funny. Like back back yeah. in back in the day, I wasn't there. I'm not that old. When the scientists basically discovered that the universe was created by what they call the Big Bang, a lot of scientists were disappointed because the big theory at the like I, I, I want to say it was back in the 1930s or 40s was that the universe was eternal and it just was. You know, it just kind of it was just there. So anything that was just there, it was just there, and 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 there you go. Uh, due to like entropy, which is kind of like you know, like energy decay in the universe, and and for the life of me, I've had it explained to me a few times, and I still don't get it. Apparently, looking on stat, looking looking at static on a television screen proves the existence of the Big Bang, right? That's Wait. a scientific thing, apparently. Um, I really hope no scientist who listens to this kind of calls me and explains it to me again because i'm like no look i'm eating a pringle sandwich over here that's that's the limit of my scientific knowledge today go away yeah so so when this big bang idea kind of came about scientists apparently were dejected because and i can't i can't remember what the quote was but it's something along the lines of the the theory of the big bang is like scientists walking up a hill, discovering what's on the top, and theologians are already sitting on the top, waving, waiting for them to catch up. That's how scientists like referred to the Big Bang theory back in the day. Oh, is it? It doesn't encourage belief in in an atheistic worldview. It's 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 a theistic one. I tell you why. I tell you why. It's a really fun why as well, because it realizes uh, the Big Bang says that there was a beginning and because of the nature of the universe and again this is a philosophical idea is that you can't have something within the universe create it because it doesn't make any sense does it you can't be in something to create it so therefore you have to be outside of it so to create something that has limitations of time energy decay uh and all the other stuff that we're limited by that thing needs to be outside of the thing that creates and what does that sound like to you that someone or a being that's not constrained by time or space or energy or matter creating all of those things? What does that sound like to you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. But no, no. Who do we have? We have that lovely man, don't we? What's his name? Richard Dawkins, the king of the atheists, turn up and go, no, there is no God because I am Richard Dawkins and here's a book. Yeah, no, it's 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 bizarre because like a lot of scientists even do accept that you know the whole the whole meaning of the word existence when you break it down into I don't know what it is probably Latin isn't it you know I think it's yeah why not existence <laughs> prob, prob, probably Latin I think I've read it somewhere it's like existence splits into like ex nihilo and I H something something L O I don't know but it's it's that whole thing on something out of nothing. And that's what, like, a lot of scientists are like, yeah, matter, energy, time, space, it all comes from nothing. So then it's it, it completely negates their 
well a lot of the the scientific side it's but... a, it's the lie isn't it i think there's a, there's the lie of um i only believe science because that's that's a really dull statement i well, mean my yeah. my friend frank turek has this wonderful phrase about that if you if somebody makes a statement like a truth statement then you turn that truth statement back on itself and you if it's a bizarre statement if it's an untrue statement it won't work so for example if somebody says there are no absolute truths you turn that around and go well is that true it's like that that statement that obi-wan kenobi makes in the star wars where it says only Siths deal in absolutes, which in itself is an absolute, which means that he's a Sith, but he's not. So it's a ridiculous statement, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> ridiculous Obi-Wan. Ridiculous Obi-Wan Kenobi. But it's but it's true, you know? And it's it's when <laughs> So for example, if somebody says, I only believe in science, well, is that a scientific statement? Is it yeah. a scientific statement? Because that's a very strange thing to say. So a scientific statement is this. Is it uh, is something, or the scientific method anyway, is it observable? Is it repeatable? Is And the thing is, is when you look at like science is the search for truth. And so <laughs> is it repeatable? Is it observable? And you're like, well, how does that work with science itself? Because that's a constant search. So what somebody says when they believe in science is that they believe in searching. So if somebody just ends a conversation with, well, I believe the science, well, what is the science? Mm. What do you mean by that? Yeah. No, it becomes, um, it comes a bit like relativism, doesn't it? You know? Oh, very much so. It's, it's only, it's only true because, you know, that's my truth, but is that Which is true? Trump. Yeah, well, yeah that exactly. And it's, I guess there was a bit of that with Pontius Pilate when he asked Jesus when he was trying to trial when he was on trial, um, and he he said to him he's like, "Are you who you say you are?" And Jesus was like, "You say this." And then he goes, "But what is truth?" That's what mm. Pilate sort of says. So there's a sort of there is a bit of a dealing with the whole truth and relativism in that section. But it's it's just like you say with the repeatable and the observable, you know. If if they are saying the Big Bang is the creation of the world, which you know that may have been the way that it was done, yeah, um, it's essentially a lot of energy and mass coming together. Human, I find this quite interesting. So so God is safe. God's able to so he's able to put together all this energy and mass in order to create the earth, something from nothing. Hmm. Humans attempted that with Project Manhattan. And they ended up creating the atom bomb, which caused destruction. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. That's brilliant. You know, they tried to get the equation of energy and mass and they ended up creating destruction, not life, which is like, dude, just you can't be God. <laughs> That's funny. You know, being somebody who is a creator, um, not the creator, because that's that's blasphemy. You know, but having that creative spark, it's, I mean, it's in all of us. You know, I, it, it's, yeah, it just baffles me. I tell you what, something else that baffles me. I, I, we have a mutual friend. I'm not going to mention his or her name. Uh, but we had a debate once about being creative. And this person in particular, I, I made a statement. I made a sweeping statement. I said, if you are, if you've got the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you, you know, 
Have you? Did your leg just fall off? No, that was me dropping my phone. Oh, oh dear. Well, at least it's not your leg, because that, that would have been worse. Yeah, my leg is still attached to my body. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm very glad. Uh, Sorry, we, we we were discussing creative, uh, creative stuff, as in yeah, yeah, we were, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, so I, I was talking to my friend. My friend is a um, a minister, and and I made the statement of if if you got the power of God inside of you, you know, if you got creation basically inside of you, then you can't help but be creative with what you do. And they said to me, I wouldn't say what I do is particularly creative. And I went, well, that's in itself ridiculous just because it's not artistic or musical or dance or anything like that or something that we would call the arts doesn't mean it's creative you know you've got people who are creative accountants you know they're very very good at what they do they're able to produce these amazing things that would baffle me and bore me to tears but still an act of creation you know we have this creative nature inside of us we were created that way well, yeah, yeah. If we're made in the image of God and he's a creator, then we should create, you know, whether that be music, art, drama, uh, dance, Lego, Minecraft Ooh, buildings. Lego, you know. yes. Yeah, well, we totally didn't talk about what we were going to talk about. No, I think that was a good intro, though. <laughs> oh, well, but I mean... I mean, it is though this this whole kind of the nature of creation and what we make, and I find it you know so when when we have this like this nature of creation, I mean, I I struggle a lot when I look at Christian creativity, and I've changed my mind a lot on certain things that were past, you know. So sometimes, like being in the Protestant tradition, we don't tend to have a lot of pictures of Mary, Jesus, and all that kind of stuff that you'd find in High Anglican or catholic churches i remember reading a book uh there was it was actually a book about you too because they actually grew up in pretty much the only protestant slash catholic mixed school in ireland you know can you imagine the tensions because when you you know you read the history of like protestant and catholic stuff in ireland it's it's madness it's just mm. it's yeah and the, there was like there was a bit of an interchange as well. So some ministers and Protestant people went to Catholic churches and vice versa. And when the Catholics went to the Protestant churches, they literally the ministers there went, "When did you get robbed?" <laughs> and like the Protestants, were like we haven't been robbed. This is what the church looks like, because the ministers were so used to seeing these wonderful, ornate pictures and stuff everywhere as part of their worship. That you know we're going to a Protestant church and it's just not there, and it's funny how the church has gone from being like the leaders of culture and creativity to being basically copycats. You know, so, I mean, the, yeah. the joke was back in like the nineties and then in the early two thousands. In the nineties, it was uh, most worship bands were trying to sound like U two, and in the two thousands, early two thousands, it was most bands were trying to sound like Coldplay. <laughs> I, I mean, both of those bands have. Uh, Christian heritage too, which is an interesting uh, thought to look at. I mean, most Christian worship bands now just want to sound like Hillsong or like Bethel. Yeah, there's a lot of assimilation, isn't there? Yeah, there is. I guess, yeah, I guess the, 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 they are making it easy with the resources and the access to that by creating, you know, backing tracks and and all these things. You know, it's very um, 
easy for for churches to jump on and say oh yeah you know we'll, we'll do that you know because that's gonna almost as if that's going to make the worship better in that respect but um, that's an interesting statement you've made there but it's 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 become a bit dominant hasn't it when you get these yeah. movements within the church um and i don't want to use the word but it's and i'm sure that's probably it's not their heart but it's almost like competition isn't it it's like oh who's at the top of the leaderboard it's uh, today it's uh, hillsong and uh, next week it is battle um well i mean that's i mean i've always found it strange that you get something like the dove awards you know I, that that yeah. to me is quite an alien concept you know that you kind of you have these awards that worship leaders can win for being more creative than other worship leaders that's strange <laughs> you know matt redmond gets a, a like the equivalent of like an emmy or whatever it is because he wrote a, a song that was more popular than chris tomlin yeah that's weird yeah, yeah. but why <laughs> why why are these things here and maybe it's what you were just saying there you know like the word kind of emulating what's going on in the world yeah and that's that's a very restricted view as well of of the whole worship thing in which we i think we have discussed it before with music being yeah. a creative driving force um i was just thinking actually when you were talking about you know we are when we when we just said you know god is a creator and if we're made in his image then we are also creative creators um and I was thinking about the uh, in the Old Testament about Bezalel, something. The the artisan bloke. That one, Bezalel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know his Baza. name. Baza, yeah, Baza. Baza. And his worship wasn't in music. His worship wasn't in that respect. He was very hands-on with creating the temple and the and i find it quite interesting because a lot of people would say joseph was the first person filled with the holy spirit but um it's either it's 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 the it's the thing between either joseph and and baza um but um you know he was filled with the spirit and he was able to create and and that as a way of worship, you know, wherever you are and whatever you do, you can actually worship with your creativity. And that comes into where you fit in the church, you know, where the scriptures say one is a leg, one is an ear, one is an eye. You know, you can't have, yeah, you know, you'll have like a hundred eyes because you all want to do the same thing. Um, no, you know, that makes sense. E each person has their own thing and that is their worship. And that is there, you know, be be creative as you you want with that. You yeah, know? there's there is there's a lot of overemphasis on music, and it's because because it sells, doesn't it? I mean, it's it's. I mean, I can't remember the last time that like ChristianSculpture dot com has sent me in it. Uh, not that I think there's a. I mean, there might be a website like that. I haven't checked, but I received an email from them. You know, buy this. Uh, angel that looks up to heaven to encourage you in your worship or <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? I, you yeah. don't see that kind of thing or um, christianwallpaper.com 
worshipful wallpaper that will point you towards Christ. Ooh, worshipful wallpaper. Worshipful wallpaper. Wonderful worshipful wallpaper. Woolly, wonderful worshipful wallpaper. <laughs> um, uh, that's too many W's there. Uh, yeah. www.www. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it, yeah, it, it's easy, isn't it? And it's, and it's a machine, and it's an industry. And Actually, that's an interesting thing you just said. It's easy. A lot of time, we will go with the easy option. We'll go with the... And I'm not saying that simple is easy. Mm. Um, it's going with the one that requires the less effort, less this, less, less. Everything's less, isn't it? It seems really odd to say it's less, but wait, I'm sure no, we want right. to give God more. Um people it's people do want to get into a rhythm of things rather than because being a christian is not it it's not about i mean i mean yes it, i'm just trying to find the right words there is some ritual involved in what we do you know we are continually to be in prayer we are to be worshipers we are to pray well i just said that didn't i we continue to be in prayer we we're called to be together. We're called to take the Lord's Supper. We're called to fast. These are regular ritualistic and, dare I say, religious things, which is why I think it's weird when people say, Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. Yeah, I was going to say I just that find sound... that the... Sounded what? I was going to say that sounds a lot like religion. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It's, it is it is a religion, but it doesn't stop there because it's it's a relationship too. We do have a connection with jesus and it's it and that isn't based upon sorry it can be both it yeah absolutely Spark. absolutely it can be both Spark. Like, well i would I, I would argue that it's the only religion where it is both because mm. actually the the religion the, the, this is the funny thing the ritual comes out of the relationship not the relationship nice. oh yeah um the ritual comes out of the relationship not the relationship comes out of the ritual Yes. Oh, look at that. Lots That's of ours. I mean, I was just going to say, because I was just, when I was saying about, you know, we're wanting to do less, but then also, um, you know, we want to give oh, more. Yeah. There's, there is wisdom in that as well. You know, it's not like doing so much that you burn yourself out. Because I said this to you, I think the other day, it's like doing a lot isn't bad. It's doing too much, you know? Yeah. That's why um, Jethro says to Moses, like, dude you're doing too much you need to split this up like there are other people you need to split this to other people yeah. to deal with you know so there is a wisdom in um you know we can still do it it's about it's like yeah management yeah yeah i, I mean i like what um francis chan said at a facebook seminar when he he said he was pastoring a mega church and this kind of nugget dropped into his head where he said if, if i'm leading a church and i'm preaching to ten thousand people he said that's ten thousand people just come to see the gift that i've i've come to bring he said well when do they get to share their gift and basically what he was i mean he wasn't he wasn't actually making this point somebody's actually said it to me look he wasn't making this point but this is the point that you took and i'm like i absolutely took that point because it was a better point than what he was making because i can't even remember the point he was making but he he was saying that if if they were like instead of having like ten thousand people turn up to church what if church was like 12 people 13 people and that they could serve one another 
the problem is, is that this really goes against several things that we've built up in the church. One of them being like um, the power dynamics of pastors and elders, which obviously are biblical, but maybe we need to rethink of how they look. Um, What if I was committed to 12 people in family? I mean, I, I think there's a place for like the bigger meetings. I just don't think that those should be the focus. You know, these, these, these are essentially like house churches are places where you can like display your gift, but also tap into what the creativity that God has given you. Yeah. Cause it's, it, now some people go, Oh, but people like, uh, kind of being in the church where they can disappear into the background. It's like, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll look for that scripture in the Bible to back up your point then, shall I? Hmm. And it, yeah. it, it's almost like, like you were saying, people want it easy because life's, yeah. life's difficult as it is. And, you know, I, I love it when people try to make certain, certain excuses for, <laughs> for stuff as well. It's like, oh, people are already busy. It's like, okay, what's more important? And it sounds really harsh, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People are already involved in stuff. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You, you don't want to do what God wants. Okay. That's, that's fine that's absolutely fine that comes to like priorities though and actually yeah. like, you yeah. know by the you know at the time we're, we're recording this on the 28th of december a lot of people will be coming up to new year's where they'll be doing the new year's resolutions i want to do this i want to do this but um you know priorities like what are your priorities in your life um what are the things you're putting your time and your effort into are they um trivial things that don't do much or are they the things that root you and uh that actually benefit others and that you know help you in your relationship with god and um exactly like you were saying like the house group stuff communication is a two-way thing yeah a lot of the time people to be honest i've done this at times and it's probably because like just had a bad night's sleep before or like i've stayed up too late watching something which i shouldn't have done and then you go to church and then um you just sit there and then by the time you've left it's gone out the other end like like a sieve like yeah i can't even remember what was going on because i was just sitting yeah. there like like at some point it becomes like um it just becomes like a routine doesn't it which is not the point that's yeah i mean routines aren't bad it's it's like when i say about traditions traditions aren't bad but if they're not alive what's the point for the sake of just doing tradition, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I exactly this, that noise. I think I said this to you the other day is like, we're called to be living stones, aren't we? Mm. Living stones in the church, uh, in the body of the church. You know, each one of us in that respect is to have that element of life in us and, and the giving and all of that stuff that um, makes the church what the church is or is intended to be for Jesus not for ourselves for jesus i i i think that christianity and being a christian being a servant of christ is more about that continual lord what do you want me to do not just doing the not just doing the thing you know i mean it, it to me it's that i feel that this year for me has been this like the theme in my brain hammering in is that the lord requires obedience not sacrifice Hmm. because i mean sacrifice can be part of obedience but you can sacrifice without obedience and 
you know, what you can do is that you got God is sitting there going, okay, are you ready to listen to me? And you can go, I've got songs. Here's a song. Lots of songs. And Lord's, are you ready to listen now? And you know, here's some more songs. And now I'm going home. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to listen now? I'm putting on YouTube. I'm going to listen to a talk. Okay, but I want to talk to you. Ah, I've listened to the talk. Now it's time to do my own thing. I've done the thing that I need to do for to be a Christian. And do, do you see what I'm saying there? That, that yeah. you've got, <laughs> you can sacrifice stuff and it can mean absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I remember Louis Giglio talking years ago at, at the Soul Survivors. And he said that sometimes what we can do is that we can we have these great, great, good, really good ideas and they're sound and they do well. And what happens is that we we can build up, say, an event, for example, we put this event together. It's a big evangelical event and we've got the speaker, we've got the band, we've got all the good things in place. And then just before we do it, go, Lord, bless this thing. And Louis has this idea that he said sometimes we can do all that. And God hasn't asked us to do it. And God actually wants us to do something else. Mm. And what God does is that he kind of goes, oh, it's very nice. I see that you've done all that. And that's and it's great. And it's, it's great that you've done that. But I'm kind of over here doing this. So when you're done with what you've done and you fulfill what you feel that you need to fulfill, do you want to come back over and see what I'm doing? And then you can bless what I'm doing rather than just ask me to bless what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the order of it. Because it's not saying that sacrifice is not required because there might be a sacrifice, but you need the obedience first to find out what that might be. Yeah. You know, um, Abraham and Isaac's a great example, I think, of that. Yeah. You know, the obedience. That's what. Um, obedience. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's a, it's about obedience. And I wonder if we tried doing that. Rather than, I mean, I, I mean, I've said this quite a few times recently in so many conversations that I've been reading this book called, what is it called? From Social Media to Social Ministry by Nona Jones. And she says one of the, the main issues that we have without engaging people properly online, but I think it applies to being in real life as well, is that we do something called broadcast media, which is where we go, similarly to what I'm doing with All for One, which then begs the question, why am I doing it? <laughs> um, that whole, you just put stuff out, content, content, right? You put content, out. did you like that? It was a scary content voice, wasn't it? Right, you put content out and you just kind of, it's just out there. It's just broadcasting. When actually the idea really should be that we communicate and we talk and we grow together. Because actually, I think we've developed a culture of just broadcasting stuff out. You know, the books come out, the songs come out, and it's all about us consuming what somebody else has done rather than what if Christianity was more about us living an everyday life together for Jesus? Mm. What if we're teaching each other? What if we're encouraging one another rather than just expecting the pastor or the preacher to do it? Community. community. Yeah, community is yeah. massive. Because yeah. the, smaller, the smaller group you have, the more... Because it, it it does t ask a lot of you, I think. You know, if you've got this smaller group, you've got a group that you have to know each other. You sort of have to care about each other. You have to be involved in each other's lives and support one another. That's quite, that's quite a lot of uncomfortableness 
which a lot of people aren't used to nowadays. Hmm. Mind you, you can see that um, in the disciples, and not even just with the disciples, the smaller group within the disciples. Um, yeah. 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 It's it's not. The thing is, is that I, I suppose what I'm landing on is that it's not easy. No. No. All it's of it's never, not easy. No. This side of this side of resurrection is never going to be easy. But no. Jesus makes it easier. Well, I suppose the, the fact this is the weird thing. <laughs> yeah, is with, with Jesus with Jesus' sacrifice, it makes Christianity the most laziest religion. This is one. Of, this is the main. Um, uh, what do you call it? The main arguments against Christianity from uh, Islamic apologists, because there are such things, uh, that they say that you've got Jesus who takes away the sin of the world. So what do you have to do? That's pointless. Of course you need to work for your salvation, says the Islamics. Because actually, how do you know that you are saved? Which, I mean, okay, that begs the question as well, because they actually have to work to a certain scale. And even that then, the, the scale might not tip in their favour. So it's a bit of a weird comment to make. But we, we know that we're saved because God has said so and we trust him. So actually, mm. we're not actually adding anything to our salvation. <laughs> That's yeah. it, are we? You know, so we do all these things because we love Jesus. That's a very different thing. You know, it's, it's that whole kind of like we we ritual out of relationship. We don't re- relationship out of ritual. Yeah. All we really have to do is do as we agree. Do and talk. Say, yeah. <laughs> well, this is it. What did Jesus say? If you love me, you will obey me, which does actually sound a little uh, emotionally blackmaily. But he is love. So you kind of go. Well, yeah, just follow Jesus. It's worth it. Tomcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 call it a day a little bit. Um. How would how would we wrap this one up? Uh. What have we talked about? Loads of different things. We talked. Yeah. I. I. For me, it's that that whole core of just following after God properly, just like listening listening to that creative nature. You know, because we're talking about existence, essentially, aren't we? You, what? How did you put it again? Existence, yeah. What? Something from nothing. Yeah, you, you, something from nothing. Yeah, that's and that's that's what we're we are now. Something from nothing because that's what Christ has made us. Boom. Yeah, yeah, he has, and we've all got something. We've all got a part to play. You know, we're all. We do. We are. As I said to you earlier, we are individuals in the collective and we are seen as individuals, but we're also seen as a collective body. 